1: Hi, this is Mark Kermode, and thanks for downloading this bonus episode of Kermode on Film. Obviously, this week's episode is MK3D, the live show that I do at the BFI South Bank, but since we're recording this the day after the Oscars, I got Jack Howard back to do a post-mortem of last night's awards festivities. So, you're listening to Kermit on Film. We're joined again by Jack Howard. Hello Jack, there. welcome back to the podcast. It's like you live here now. Yeah. The last time you were on, we were talking about the BAFTAs and we said that we would do a, a recording immediately after the Oscars and we did our predictions for the Oscars. So, the Oscars were last night, we're recording this on Monday. Uh, Shall we have a look through the runners and riders and see how well we got it? Okay, so this this comes up in the order that they were done and thing. Best supporting actress, Regina King, if Bill Street could talk. I said that was going to happen and it was the right choice. Yeah,
2: I think that that is the right choice and it started off well and didn't. Like start off the night the way we thought it was going to go. I thought it was going to be a positive evening, and it turned out to be a mostly negative. Oh, are
1: you feeling very? You feel stunned. I, I have
2: a lot of things to say. I okay. wish I didn't care about the Oscars as much as I do. You know like, that
1: they're all foolish and nonsense. Oh, and, and totally. It, and but, it doesn't matter. But
2: it does, though. I think okay. that like we can tell ourselves that it doesn't matter, but it absolutely does. Because when the right award gets given out to the right person, we do care and we do celebrate it. And I yeah. think it does make a difference to people's careers okay. and things like that. But I wish it didn't Because It's so frustrating
1: Always remember You know uh, Citizen Kane didn't win The Oscar for Best Picture Driving the he did And as I've said a million times 2001 didn't Driving Miss Daisy was not only not the best film of the year; it wasn't even the best Morgan Freeman film of the year. It wasn't even the best Morgan Freeman film of the week, which was actually (laughs) Glory. So, you know, and when Crash won the best picture, it wasn't even the best picture called Crash to win best picture. So, okay, makeup and hair, Vice. We kind of knew that was going to happen because there is whatever else is going on in Vice. There's a lot of makeup and hair. (laughs) Uh, Documentary, Free Solo. Again, I mean, uh, I I, I was slightly surprised because it's it's quite a strong category, but it is really, uh, you know, a a really powerful documentary. If you're frightened of heights. uh,
2: Yeah, and I was, I was upset to not see "Won't You Be My Neighbor?" wasn't nominated because that was just one of the most lovely films I've ever seen. Yeah, it, yeah was just, no. it would have been great to see that nominated.
1: Okay, best costume design. So first win for Black Panther for Ruthie Carter. I think that was a very, very popular win. Yeah, and you know, great to see Black Panther getting in there early. Best film editing. Now I know you have a lot to say about this.
2: <laughs> best film
1: editing, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian John
2: Rhapsody winning best editing. Like people on Twitter, like are even noticing, like...
1: People on Twitter are actually sharing yeah. some badly edited scenes like, from Bohemian this just Rhapsody. Won
2: Bohemian, Ra- <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody just won Best Editing and here are some scenes. Just here is, here's a scene. And you judge for yourself. And people are like, people are trying to defend it by saying, yeah, but it's all the concert scenes that are, are, are put together. And I'm like, yeah, if you're judging it by moment-to-moment editing, maybe there's some stuff in there, but surely Best Editing should be like how the story is told overall. Especially in something like Black Kansman and I, I, I think Vice as well, which are both beautifully edited and The Favourite they're all great Edith, and, and, why, and Mary why Poppins be, Returns to be honest in right. terms of musicals so you know. why? Be, why? I don't understand it and like then you're just giving the stage to somebody who has to avoid the name Brian Singer again yeah. it's just oh, and, and John Ottman's worked with him for years as well so that must have been really
1: weird yeah no, Mary Poppins Returns not nominated in that category should have been uh, Best Production Design Black Panther yep uh, Hannah Beecher and Jay Hart again very popular and I think correct
2: yeah I think so too and I, I the, the thing about this though and it's, this is where I start to get a bit of a sour taste is that it feels and I know it's thousands of members but it does feel a little bit like they're being very selective of me and like okay we'll give a few to Black Panther so we can just say Black Panther a few times so okay. people will get excited and then all the big ones will we'll give to somebody else
1: okay uh, however the production design on Black Panther was really good. It was incredible. I mean, I think it was a really, really yeah, good and I, I, I don't film. Yeah, so I do to think mean away from that. No, I do. I know. Often it's you know, the, the, it's worth pointing out as well that people were talking about this year. They said, "Let's introduce a popular film category so that they could get Black Panther into the mix." What everyone always forgets, and this is something that we covered in a documentary I made recently, the very first year of the Oscars there was two categories: there was Best Film and Best Artistic Production. All oh, right. And then they dropped the artistic production, and stayed with Best Film. So, you know, in a way, we've always had the popular category ever since the first Oscars, so, you know, a little bit of history. Best Cinematography. Now, Alfonso Cuaron, winning for Best Cinematography, he said when he won the BAFTA, his whole thing was, what would Chivo do? Because he said he's not a cinematographer, he's a director. We talked about the fact that when Paul Thomas Anderson was his own cinematographer on Phantom Thread, he didn't even take a credit at all. So he was up against... Uh, Cold War, Never Look Away, The Favourite and A Star is Born. You happy with that? Or?
2: Yes, mostly yes. I, I think that I would have liked The Favourite to get it just because it was so different and I felt like its cinematography was quite effective as well. Um, and I, I loved I, Cold War. I, right, right. A, a cinematographer friend of mine said that he can tell that it's, di- it's shot by a by director. director. And I was like, that's interesting. Okay, like,
1: how could he tell that?
2: I don't know. Like, obviously, obviously, he's got a cinematographer's eye, okay. and he was like, I can tell that that's a director shooting something okay. rather than a cinematographer shooting something.
1: I mean, the weird thing is, something to do with the exposure and but, things like that. But the strange thing is that Technical Cuaron himself stuff. said that, but that he's not a cinematographer, yes. he is a director. So that's why...
2: And as well, like, cinematography should be its own sense of directing, shouldn't it? It should be, like, why you're putting a camera in a certain way and, and like, where you're putting it and how you're lighting it. And I suppose if he's making those choices with the story in mind... Yeah, it probably should be best cinematography because he's he's done it with such a great intent.
1: Bear in mind, a few weeks ago, the uh, the Oscars didn't want to broadcast the best cinematography awards So yes. I mean, I just think, hey, it's there.
2: I mean, I'm just glad we've got this Oscars out of the way with all the the things they said they were going to do and then not do. And mm. oh. <laughs> okay, best sound editing, Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: I don't have a problem with that because I think. It, best sound editing is something that can only be judged by sound editors that's such a yeah. tough category right? I, d-
2: I think that um, I would have liked to see A Quiet Place win just because the sound was so integral to the story okay. yeah. um, and the same I guess for First Man that
1: said the sound on Roma
2: the, um, the waves The Atmos, the yeah. atmos sound In Whoa. Roma Is absolutely unbelievable I thought there was someone Talking behind me sometimes Because yeah. it was such a great use Of the, of the three dimensional space And
1: that's the best reason For seeing Roma In a in cinema In a cinema Yeah Absolutely Okay Best sound mixing Being It, it, it usually goes it that way Doesn't
2: it The Oscars usually give Both sound editing And sound mixing To the same award Because yeah. they don't really Understand the difference
1: And then Best foreign language film. So, Roma wins best foreign language film. You said that was going to happen anyway? Yep, yep. Okay, I actually thought it was going to be Capernaum, although that was a you know a, a total sort of outside call. But I thought that was going to be the case because I was convinced that Roma was going to win best film. Right, yes. And so I thought, okay, therefore it probably won't win best foreign that language film. That was my
2: film. sort of thinking, is that if Roma doesn't win best foreign language film, it's definitely got best picture. Okay. But um, you did think it was going well to win? I thought it was going to win film. both. I oh, okay, was, I thought it was going to win foreign language and picture. Okay, and are you happy with that? Yeah. Great. yeah I'm happy with that I like Shoplifters um, yeah I love Shoplifters I thought it was really good um, yeah, yeah but I think overall that uh, it probably is the best one to win and especially because the Oscars are so political having a Mexican film win and it's the first Mexican film to win I believe to the win Best, best foreign-, foreign Language yes I think oh, okay. it is um, uh, so that's cool especially with like someone like Donald Trump in office I know it's an obvious thing to say but it's cool that Mexican people are, are ruling the, the awards at the moment Did and we- have been for the last five years
1: Best Supporting Actor, I think we both called this, didn't we? both yeah. said Mahershala Ali. There was really never any question, except for the possibility that Richard E. Grant might... Because- the amount of
2: campaigning he's done, and like his yeah. social media stuff was like... And I mean this in a positive way. Like he has been a joy this, these last few months yeah. in, in such a sort of like slug of, of, of an award season. He's been wonderful to watch, and his reaction to like Barbara Streisand and all this stuff has been wonderful. So I almost thought, maybe... Maybe he could like swing it. Like maybe this could be the surprise of the night. Yeah,
1: I thought there was an outside chance that when he came on the, the radio show I do with Simon Mayo, he did say there's no chance. He said he said, Have you seen right. Have you seen the odds? And I went, Well, yes, but he said, Look, the way the awards season works is that the same group of people go from each awards season. and I have sat there watch watching Mahershala Alley win over and over and over, over and again <laughs> yeah, yeah. until I know how this plays out. Yeah. So He's just enjoying the ride.
2: He is, and good for him. Because yes, he totally. is really
1: good in it. But I do think Mahershala Ali is great, except for the question about whether or not that's a supporting actor performance.
2: Which absolutely isn't. It absolutely
1: isn't. <laughs> Best animated feature, I'm gonna let you say this. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. So this was the moment in which you must have been jumping up and down and punching oh, the air totally, you love yeah. that film. Which yeah. I love
2: it too, but And you- getting to know Phil Lord and Chris Miller a little bit over the last few months, like bumping into them every now and again. Like they are so deserving of this and so excited about it and they've worked so hard for it and it's such a wonderful movie. Like I'm so pleased. Yeah. I'm so pleased that it's won. Yeah. And it's a Spider Man movie that won an Oscar. Exactly. <laughs> so always
1: a good thing. So best visual effects, first man. Now, interesting call because I think didn't you say it was gonna go to I said it was gonna go to Avengers. Avengers. And I spoke to somebody about this who said, God, yeah, but the the, the effects in Avengers Infinity War aren't good. Yes, they are. They made Thanos real. I know, yeah. (laughs) We all sat there in that massive... Whatever problems I have with that film, none of them was that I didn't think that it kind of looked convincing. But I think First Man is a really, really good call. It
2: reminds me of when Ex Machina won. It's the smaller one with the more practical... Uh, effects this time not X-Men had CGI obviously but i mean the first man did not have any green screens or anything like that and i think that they're really celebrating a more practical use yeah and uh, and, of, and of the, of the visual stuff. effects
1: were absolutely brilliant you mm-hmm. did believe that you were in that do you see the behind the scenes man? where they make
2: a huge oh, no. screen like it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> so incredible <laughs> they, they, where they make a huge screen and go give us an oscar look <laughs> look at the look at the work you can ignore doing everything this. else in the movie but you can't ignore this <laughs> okay original screenplay Green Book and so it was up against The Favourite <laughs> Rome of Vice and First Reformed uh, actually First Reformed I think is a great screenplay mm. um, what would you have picked? I would have gone for The Favourite because yeah, I think too. I think it's a better piece of writing I and because The Favourite is a very interesting case in which Deborah Davis did the original script many many years yeah, ago 20 years ago in, or something yeah. and then Tony McNamara does the rewrites on it and the best thing about it has been seeing the two of them up on stage together I'm saying that they never worked together she wrote a version he did a rewrite they both Congratulate each other, mm-hmm. and it and it, it's isn't that wonderful? It yeah. kind of genuinely looks like one person did one thing, one person did another thing. There is they they there's no sense of tension about because often you see all these screenplay credits,
2: and people it's, fighting it, for it, and it. the difference between and and an ampersand right. means yes. everything. <laughs>
0: And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: On to Best Adapted screenplay, um, Black Klansman, and again, very popular win, yep. exactly as was the case at the BAFTAs. Because Spike Lee was very funny. Because afterwards, when when uh, when Greenberg won Best Picture, see this thing he said he said twice I've lost and it's always a driving film. Yeah, yeah, he said at least yeah. this time they. You know he first. tried to leave. Like, like, I saw the thing and they shut it. The yeah. And then
2: in the backstage interviews, he came on stage with a glass of prosecco. And said this is my sixth <laughs> glass. You know why? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we do Spike. And it was so nice as well to see like it presented by Samuel L. Jackson. And I saw somebody tweet again like when he. Hugged him and he was like Samuel Jackson's won a Spike Lee. <laughs> it's just this <laughs> <a laughs> tiny little man in his arms. Yeah, I was very happy to see that. Yeah. It, it's obviously a very very favourable win yeah. from everybody in Hollywood yeah. and and it's a gra-
1: it's a great screenplay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do think if Bill Street could talk, is a great screenplay as well. But I, I'm very very happy. I, I, I
2: completely agree. I think there's not enough love for a, if Bill Street could talk in this at all.
1: Original score, Black Panther. Speaking uh, of Ludwig Garansa, I I would have gone for Nicholas Patel for if Bill Street could talk because doubt. I just think
2: it's a brilliant. It's stunning. And I, I actually don't agree. Now that I've been listening to the soundtrack more and more, I I get what um, Barry Jenkins was saying about the score it, it not working. Away but from I don't film. agree. I, 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 I listen to the score now, and I just think it's a gorgeous piece of work. Yeah, it really is. It really, really is. And I get again, this is sort of my sour thing of just like giving Black Panther certain things. And but you know, someone pointed out again that John Williams for Superman couldn't even win Best Original Score, mm. and this one is good, but I don't think it's as good as. I don't think it's as good as Black Klansman, and I don't think it's as good as if Bill Street could talk. The Terence
1: Blanchard for Black Klansman is great, but I just think that Nicholas Britell for if, if Bill Street could talk is something else. I think from that very opening yeah, moment when the camera's swirling.
2: You know. It's just one of the best scores I've heard in years.
1: Okay, so original song, obviously, Shallow from this as far was the only
2: one that was definitely going to happen. Yes, there, the there, other one. Everyone was no else question. was like, "Who else is nominated?"
1: <laughs> so, I mean, I would like to fly the flag for the place where lost things go from Mary Poppins, which I love, but the fact is, Shallow. If Shallow has got Oscar-winning hit written, and it's great, it's and really, Bette Midler
2: performed that song from Mary Poppins
1: really well yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on, on the night what you mean as opposed to Bette Midler performing a song not really, All right. really well yeah yeah fine <laughs> <laughs> uh, best actor now I, br- I take this back to when you and I first talked about Bohemian Rhapsody when it first came out and you said if there's any justice in this world he should win best uh, best actor but he won't
2: and here we are and and he, he has. was yes yeah, so, yeah. so there we go.
1: <laughs> yeah so where's your soundness and bitterness now yeah.
2: Oh, yeah fair enough yeah i i think if it was going to win anything it should have only been this but it actually turned out to be the biggest winner of the night i think Bohemian Rhapsody. i think it won four oscars yeah although that
1: that that numerical thing never makes yeah, it you know, sure. people always say oh the biggest winner of the night was so-and-so which won 17 awards yeah. and 16 of them were ones you go what is that yeah you know, so.
2: <laughs> but rami malek i think absolutely deserves this um If it went to Christian Bale, I wouldn't have been upset, but I think... would have been.
1: Really? Yeah, because Rami Malek's performance is better than Christian Bale's. All
2: right, fair enough. Um, I think that they're pretty equal in terms of how good they are, but Rami Malek is the person who made me go, oh, there's Freddie Mercury, and I I haven't felt that way, and I've said this before on on this podcast, but I haven't felt like a person has disappeared into a role since Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, and you didn't
1: sit there and go, there's Dick Cheney. Yeah. So, you know, fine. Some people did, though.
2: Some people really thought that they felt like his entire being was just like put onto screen.
1: Yeah, or put into hair and makeup. Anyway, (laughs) best actress. So Olivia Colman, uh, I mean, a really, really popular. What a fantastic speech. However... This is the moment of the night for me. I have to... No, it was wonderful, but Glenn... My heart did go out to Glenn Close because both you and I said... You know, after BAFTAs, the way it'll fall is, it'll be Olivia Colman here, but Glenn Close there. Yeah. And that's what the bookies said. I was checking on the night the thing. I mean, the bookies were actually often wrong tonight. Yeah, not this, about a lot of stuff. About a lot of stuff, which is weird, because they've been quite on the money recently. So, yes, Olivia Colman, brilliant, fantastic speech. That's the way you give an acceptance speech. But any part of you go... A little bit.
2: So I've watched it back, and I did watch Glenn, Glenn Close's face when it happened, and it was like a sort of, yeah, again... For the seventh time, <laughs> um, but Olivia Coleman winning is brilliant. Our He's living just, room. I know it's just when brilliant. we were watching it, it, it we exploded, um, and then we've got people who've been watching her since Peep Show and all that sort of stuff, who were in tears because there's Olivia Coleman off of British telly. I know with an Oscar in her hand and even she can't believe it and it's just wonderful to watch it just I'm like, so pleased I'd like to
1: point out again I gave Olivia Coleman a Kermode Award for Best Actress for her role in Tyrannosaur nice back in 2000 and blah bloody blah de blah and in her acceptance speech she said this is better than getting an Oscar
2: Really? You so should I dig that out. First. You exactly. should definitely dig oh, that out. I am digging it out. No, no <laughs> I am
1: digging it out. I'm flagging that every. No, it was. It was and, and what a brilliant speech. Because she genuinely appeared not to have prepared anything. At all. <laughs> I don't know? think
2: she's prepared anything for the entire award season. <laughs> um, and th- this is the thing as well. I and think. Throwing
1: a raspberry at the people when they told me <laughs> it was time to come off. Was a-
2: <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. And then just going, oh, Lady Gaga. Know, like, yeah. it's incredible. And. The two
1: things that speech reminded me of, one of them were the bit when. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck won for best screenplay. And they jumped around. And they jumped around. And then when Cuba Gooding Jr. won for Jerry Maguire and jumped around. It's always just nice to
2: see somebody get really, really excited about something like this, because this is what I mean about it really mattering, because I think it does matter when it's in the right place. And this award, giving Best Actress to Olivia Colman, I think I've been watching the Oscars for about 10 years, so not that long, but I think that is the best moment of the 10 years I've been watching, yeah. and it's followed quite quickly by one of the worst moments I've, since I've been watching. Okay, so
1: Best Director. Alfonso Cuarón. So you had called that. Yeah. I still think it should have been Spike Lee. I think that right. Cuarón did a brilliant job, but I do think that it, Spike Lee should it, have won it Best It would have director.
2: been nice to, to see it go to someone like Yorgos Lanthimos or Spike Lee, because neither of them have won an Academy Award before.
1: For, for directing. for directing
2: um, so it would have been nice to do that because Alfonso has won for gravity, right. um, but this is again, like I know it's he won three Oscars in the night, but it's it's, a, it's another case of Alfonso Cuaron winning best director and not winning best picture yeah yeah um, I, I think that that is a well deserved win. I think I would have liked to see it go another way simply because it would have been a bit more surprising i
1: just would have, I, I just kind of thought it was it was sparkly. i mean I, it, as we said when we talk about this for I, I thought it probably would be Quaron because I thought it absolutely would be Roma for Best Film, but I do think Spike Lee actually deserved to win. Which brings us to Best Picture, and the Best Picture winner is Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> how, did, how did you feel about Green Book winning Best Picture, beating Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, the favourite Roma, A Star Is Born
2: and Vice? Really quite sour. Really bad. I saw Green Book in December and had no idea what it was, and it turned out to be a secret Christmas film. And I was so happy to see it. I I found it really pleasant and really nice. I had no idea that it was gonna be considered so highly for awards consideration. I thought they were both brilliant in it, but the more and more the awards started to favor it and the more and more it started to become likely to win something big, I started to feel weird about it. I was like, okay, so this is the film about racism being bad, where a guy learns to not be racist, made by a lot of white men. And when they won, on stage was uh, Octavia Spencer, Mahershala Ali in the wings, and then just a sea of white men. I was like, "This is this this is indicative of of the situation, isn't it? Look at that! Like this is the year where Black Panther and Black Klansmen and also like the favorite, which is an LGBTQ film, could have won. Roma could have been the first mm. foreign language film to win Best Picture, and they went with the safest." Yeah. But, most okay. annoying
1: version. Oh, it's, okay, I so, so, it, so, yeah. so here's the, the the interesting thing. I mean, I th- the way I feel about about Green I think the performances are great, but the performance is the best thing about it. I think that it was really interesting because the first I heard about it was Friedkin tweeting that he thought it was the most moving film he'd seen all year, and he turns out incidentally to have been completely in touch with the, in tune with the Academy. I think it, there's no way it should have won best film in the same way, and it, it is driving Miss Daisy this time. The racist in the front seat. It absolutely is that film. But um, again, referring back to this documentary we just made, there, there, is, there is a mid-road that Oscar often does. It's like, you know, Brokeback Mountain doesn't win, yeah, but Crash does. But not the right Crash, yeah. the other Crash. And Shakespeare
2: in Love wins, not... Shakespeare in
1: Love, not Saving Private Ryan. You know, it happens time and time again. And in the case of, of Green Book, had I been more cynical, I would have said, it's driving Miss Daisy, therefore it will win. What I actually said was, it's Driving Miss Daisy, therefore it won't win, because that We've was seen a, this before. Yeah, and the, fu- the really funny thing was, when it did happen, it was like, oh, Driving Miss Daisy still wins Best Picture. And I remember that thing when Driving Miss Daisy, you know, won all those years ago, going, can you imagine a year in which Driving Miss Daisy was the best film you would see that year? You'd stop watching films. It's not that it's bad. It's just that it's very, very bland. Yeah. I think the performances in Green Book are brilliant. I think Mahershala Ali deserved to win, although I think it's a leading performance. I think Viggo Mortensen is fantastic in it. And I think that they make more of the film than the script allows. But I think the film itself is fine. Yeah.
2: It's absolutely fine. It's absolutely fine. And the problem I have with it being so acclaimed in this way and getting such a huge award is because of what, the film itself represents and who made it, especially in the year where Black Panther, I would have been excited to see that win even though I don't think it deserves it in terms of a a feat in filmmaking. Black Klansman, which is a film about how Things were bad in the 70s. I know, look, they're not so different now. Yeah, but if Bill Street could talk. I know, I mean, not even you know, being nominated. That's
1: the thing. Well, you know, leave no trace, not even being nominated. But if Bill Street could talk, if we're talking about, you know, a film that actually deals with uh, racism, I mean, actually sort of similar time yep. period, you know. And you're, okay, if Bill Street could talk is a work of art. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, arguably, I think a work of genius. Green Book is, yeah, it's all right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: alright. And that but it, it does cement that thing that the Oscars nine times out of ten will go for the thing that it's
2: alright. And I and I think they like <laughs> Green Book as well because it's a uplifting one. It's like things are okay. So is if Beale Street could talk, although it's tragic does but it's not. Be, because Beale Street could talk is very sad and, and, and love conquers all. Love wins but but he, he is, has to stay in prison. Yes, for something the, he didn't do. Because, but the horrible. world is a
1: horrible, racist place. But they, but it's a love story.
2: Yes, and I think that that is a better message for today than racism. Racism's over now. We we did it, <laughs> everyone. Let's have dinner. <laughs> Let's have Christmas dinner. Like that's why it bothers me. Um, okay. And I mean,
1: where, I, 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 my problem with it is not is not. Poli- I understand entirely your problem, and I, I agree with the point. But my problem is more fundamental than that. It's just. It's just all right. Yeah, it's just a movie that's all right. I mean, it's, it's very
2: strange. Not the It's Yeah, yeah, and
1: it's also very hard to look at it and go, well, you know, it was it was brilliantly pitched and brill- no, it wasn't. It wasn't brilliantly written. It wasn't brilliantly pitched. It was all right, and it had two firecracker performances, and all the stuff that works is those performances being brilliant, and everything
2: else is. It's all right. From the director of... Movie 43. <laughs> I was going to say dumb and dumber. <laughs> but yeah, Movie 43. <laughs> Me, myself and Irene. Yeah, but no, listen, I
1: think there are a lot of... Well, you know, something about Mary. There are a lot of very good Farrelly Brother pictures. In fact, I would have been very happy if something about Mary had won, you know. <laughs> but it's, I That's just, the world I want I just, to I just think it's, it's one of those. You just look at it. Of all of, if I, weirdly enough, of all of the films in that category... It's the one you you go, Black Panther, yeah. You know, Black Clansman, great. Bohemian Rhapsody, war. Favourite, yeah. You know, Roma, wow. Star is Born, yeah. green, Green Book. Mm. Yeah, You know, it's it's the
2: <laughs> mm. <laughs> right, you know. I think it probably I don't know how the voting system works, but I think it probably was somebody's like third or fourth. It's 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 Vote the, down. it's the
1: one that people disliked the least. Right. You can imagine somebody taking against Black Panther, Blacklands and Behemoth Rhapsody. You can imagine somebody going I've got a problem with all those. Yeah. Green Book Although, weirdly enough, there was an awful lot of negative campaigning about it, about the family saying, that oh, yeah. this isn't true, he was actually his employee, well, they weren't friends, they, they they didn't do the thing that you would think the filmmakers would do the minute you were telling that story, which was go and actually meet the family and say, you know, is this okay? So they didn't do any of that stuff. So, But it is, in terms of what's on the screen, it's all right.
2: I'm so disappointed. And that's what I mean about this year having the Jack, best moment and the worst moment since I've been watching.
1: I feel like you've grown up right right I, I feel like this is your loss of innocence moment you know and after that summer nothing would ever be the same I feel like I've literally just walked down a railway track with you mm-hmm. and I've shown you a dead body and now I'm going to go off to Vietnam and you're going to go to college and become a writer you're going to become Richard Dreyfuss that's how it's going to work
2: that sounds alright
1: okay <laughs> alright Jack well as always a pleasure and, uh, and, and, and remember son you can pick your friends and you can pick your nose but you can't pick your friend's nose <laughs> Whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Planning for your next trip?